It's one of the bitches, Ben. Hey, everybody. It's Liberty, your resident bitch. <laughs> Do I have to be a bitch, too? No. Yeah, if you want to come yeah. to the party, what the hell? Right, if you want to be in the gang. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> well hey, everybody. It's Stefan, uh, your original bitch. Uh, welcome to another episode <laughs> of ML. There we go. <laughs> welcome to another episode of MLVC. After our recent Ray of Light 25th anniversary episode, where the revelation that Skin is apparently a fan favorite on the album, we decided it was time to do a deep dive into all things Skin. Um, are you excited? You've been yeah. looking forward to this, haven't you? I'm very excited. I have exfoliated all of my skin in preparation for this episode. And I put my hands on my skin, so... No, and you I, did. I do did know, you? And Shopping. I do know myself from somewhere, imagine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've, I was in a couple bars this past weekend in New York City, and I think a couple of those bathrooms knew your skin as well, Benjamin. Mm, that I mean, that's entirely possible. I mean, things I've said sound like things I've said before. So. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, Liberty, you are looking very luminescent today. I- Have you... Uh, you look freshly, freshly, freshly showered. Well, you know, after um, I made it through the wilderness, I um, I decided that a shower was in order, and so. Yeah, what I did had... you do? Where were you? Well, I went camping with my eleven-year-old because you know, um, I don't know. The world is just so busy and so full of noise, and we wanted to get away, and so we went to the most popular state park in Texas. Garner State Park and we um yeah we weren't we weren't at peace but we enjoyed ourselves so so you had a little a little eat pray love experience basically Uh, a little bit yes there was definitely no showering there was maybe a little um uh sweating up a couple of mountains here and there well not mountains i mean hills right we don't really have big mountains here but um yeah and my son made me do two long hikes up very steep rocks and i and i live to tell so um yeah that's Beautiful. why and i'm just you know feeling fresh yeah, you face do. you look very one at, you look one at, with one at nature Mm-hmm. Yes. You're a candy well, what... perfume girl now. <laughs> <laughs> After the sky fit heaven. <laughs> I was I'm traveling down night, road. But boom. Yeah, but yeah you are really on fire today. This is oh, going. Oh, I'm ready. I'm My ready. Goodness. Well, okay. So, uh, it for those who might not remember the the big chaos and controversy from our previous episode was that dun dun dun. Skin is not my favorite song on the album. Mm. It happens to be a skippable song for Stefan. And I I will reiterate, it is not that I don't think it's a good song. I just don't think it's one of my favorites on the album. There's always been other songs on Ray of Light that I'm just so anxious to get to that I skip through Skin. Um, however, I learned very quickly... <laughs> 
that other people in the Madonna fandom don't feel the same way as I do about skin. And so we're here to have a little breakdown on the who's and what's and ins and outs of skin. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Ben, do you want to, why don't you lead this since you skin is one of your favorites. It is one of my favorites, but I think in more so than a breakdown, we want to have a breakthrough for you, Stefan, Mm -hmm. Uh, especially because this this is is an audience. Yeah, well, not an intervention, <laughs> but we want to unpack this, right? Mm-hmm. Because clearly in the live episode, the majority, uh, did Attacked anyone me? else, they didn't attack you. <laughs> I know, I know. You can't attack somebody with love. Um, <laughs> I don't recall anyone else that was in the audience or thereafter on social media saying that they also skipped skin. And I've spent the last couple of days going back through the internet archive, rereading all the reviews. You weren't alone in your disdain for the song. There were a couple of one-off reviews. Hmm. I think Rolling Stone, actually. I, I read so many of them. They're blending together. And I hated the tone of the Rolling Stone when, um, you know, that we're dismissive of skin. But for myself, and I think a lot of other people, it's the writing. It's the song, the lyrics, and sort of the melody, which admittedly gets buried in that sort of fast-paced mix once the second verse kicks in. Um. So I guess we we should start with what about the song made you want to skip it? I think that some of the other songs on Ray of Light are just so bombastic and energetic and euphoric that skin didn't sort of match that equation. Because I had, look, in in the week since our live episode, I have done copious re-listens to skin to the point where, I mean, I think I text both you and Liberty saying, um, FYI, I've had skin stuck in my head all day. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I you, saw your reels. Mm-hmm. You saw my reel. I mm-hmm. did that for you, Benjamin. I mean, I appreciated I was, it. I was, I was sitting there just humming to myself, do I know you? And I was like, oh my God, I have to do a skin reel for Ben just so he knows that I, it's the song is with me. It's with me. And that brought me to another realization was that I think other than watching her do skin in the recording studio during ultrasound on MTV, there was no other touch point during the Ray of Light era that skin ever made itself very prevalent. Whereas a song like um, Frozen or Ray of Light or Nothing Really Matters or Power of Goodbye, those had live performances, those had videos, you know, sometimes they even made it onto a tour. So there were a lot of times where, as one does with songs, you can become emotionally attached to a song. You know, I think a lot of the mm-hmm. things about Madonna songs and Madonna music is we were in a certain place at a certain time when we heard that song. We were in a relationship with a person or we broke up with somebody and a Madonna song came on and it speaks to us and it it resonates with us. And I think a lot of Ray of Light had that for me and maybe the scant couple that did not have a video did not get a performance did not really get any radio play like swim or to have or not to hold or skin those couple few songs just never really resonated with me and however 
I love swim because I find swim very sort of melodic and beautiful. Whereas skin just never had that melody that like sang to me or sounded pretty to me. Okay. Okay. Mm. Well, before I deep dive into some of the elements, Liberty, what's your take on skin? Well, um, just as Stefan mentioned, I mean, in ultrasound, that's the real first taste. And I think that when I heard that, I was so sonically like excited by what I was, by what, what was possibly on the horizon for the Ray of Light album. I never, you know, I never try to project like, oh, what's the next album going to sound like? Because she always surprises us. And that's part of the reason that we love her. But when I heard Skin on Ultrasound, for me, in fact, it's funny that you say that because to me that is, that's why it is so memorable because to me that was like the first inkling of of what was to come to me. And, and I don't think Ray of Light has that all throughout it has a lot of different influences but um you know much like madame x does it's not all the same sort of sound but it has a, a sonic theme if you will right. so i pers- i don't know i personally think that it's it's a it's funny to me because it seems like stefan needs a visual for for the song mm-hmm. to really do something for him whereby for example, Mergirl has none, but it's still a success, maybe. I don't know if that makes some sense, what I'm trying to say there, but I don't need a visual. For me, This, I, I want the sound to take me on that vacation, you know, or that sort of journey. I hate right. the word journey. It's so overused, but um, there's, there's just something so ethereal about skin that I, when I saw it on ultra, when I heard it on ultrasound, I remember thinking like, Wow, I mean, of course we know she's the queen of reinvention, but this sounds so different and so out there. Um, I I would love to know just how far she'll take that. Um, mm. Yeah, that's kind of where I... And she showed us, yeah. And what's interesting, it's interesting that you say that, the hearing it, but we did see it on ultrasound, Right. Like we saw her in the booth because that was the whole joke about that. It was called flirtation dance. And then in ultrasound, Kurt Loder brings that up and she's like, no. Did you you change that song title? No. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And she, you know, then it becomes skin and, and the track that's played in ultrasound is a little bit different from what we get on the final of the, uh, the record. And then Marius DeVries, I have no idea if I'm pronouncing that name correctly, but that's how I'm going to interpret it, um, talks about in the Spin interview from 1988 and the 20th anniversary interview in Billboard from 2018, he talks about how that was one of the four songs that he came in toward the end of the recording sessions. And of the four that he worked on, that was the one that he had the most to contribute to from the ground up. Mm-hmm. And he sort of talked about how he worked on sort of reining in what they were doing, that it had been pretty wild, and he tried to give it a little more structure. The Moroccan influences came from him. There's the recording of his kid at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. But for me, what was interesting was revisiting some of her interviews from the time period and then looking back over the lyrics. She cited, I mean, obviously at the time she was really into Bjork and folks like that, but I had forgotten that she 
she called out Fiona Apple. And then after I saw that and I read these lyrics, I was like, oh, wow, this song is like Fiona Apple meets Bjork lyrics. That's interesting. Because do I know you from somewhere? Why do you leave me wanting more? Why do all the things I say sound like the stupid things I said before? That sounds very Fiona Apple. It sounds very Madonna. That sort of like, oh, I did this thing and I'm going to think about it from this framework. Um, while still maintaining the power in the situation, which is something that she does very well mm-hmm. lyrically, even when she shows vulnerability and and regret, she's still in control. Mm. I so admire that. But then it goes well, into the sort of well, go on, yes. I know. So I was just going to say, I want to clarify. To me, it's not a lyric thing that annoys me about Skin. I think for me and Liberty, maybe you can help me sort of come to terms with what it is. I'm. I'm resisting on it. To me, it's more of a sonic. It's it's a sound thing in terms of the notes that either she's singing and or the music is also reaffirming. So there's something about the 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 the. It's almost like there's a flatness that that happens on the like. Uh... Um, do I know you from somewhere? Um, why do you leave me wanting more? It's that that one mm-hmm. note sometimes is the thing that I hear a lot in that song. That's what jumps out to me is that mm. that more that like down note. And there's something so about that that is makes it not like what an is, enjoyable. What is listen that? To what me. is the term for that? Liberty decrescendo or oh gosh, I don't. I, I, I forget don't know. what it or. Yeah, I don't know. I'm That's not. A, I'm not. I mean, I know music, but I'm not very like. I don't. I'm not very trained. I just be like, "Yo, that'd be sounding good." That's how I oh, operate. That's too funny. <laughs> no, it is um, interesting. But, oh, go on. I was just gonna say that sounds a little like. I'm. I'm sort of getting some some flashbacks here, right? Stefan and I work a little bit on songs. It is something that we do partially because creation is what fuels us, but also because, you know, um, it's sort of our homage, right? We always, we love to sort of pump up our fandom by making songs that, that give us sort of a connection somehow to our love for Madonna. The music that you and I like to collaborate on and create is definitely something, music that we want to listen to, music that yes. we enjoy, music that we feel has been inspired by Madonna and also is a wink and a nod to Madonna mm-hmm. in and of itself, mm-hmm. whether it be a lyric play and or uh, content or subject matter related to Madonna. But the the notes in that song aren't that she sings aren't happy, um, which isn't necessarily to say that you like or prefer happy music, but um, you are a dancer. You love to feel inspired to sort of move and to groove and to like be happy, and I think that skin has a darkness to it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's also the contradiction mm-hmm. to what you're saying, Liberty, because that's what I was about to say, that it's got these sort of Madonna lyrics, but then it has the Patrick Leonard melody that's very mm-hmm. familiar if you sing it a cappella, but then it's got the sort of messy, chaotic beats per minute 
orbit production that who knows what it would have been like before Marius came in and sort of streamlined it. And then even within the production, the layers are in contradiction, right? Like you've got that super fast 120 whatever percussion and it's over top of the bass. That was something I noticed today on my last re-listen through was I was like, where's the bass? Like it has bass. You can hear it in the, I had, I had to put on my beats headphones and really like turn Mm -hmm. up the volume and like listen closely. But I'm like, how would this play in the club? Like it wouldn't, that the, the actual bass line is almost muffled in a way that is kind of similar to how the bass plays in Shanti, but you hear it more Mm -hmm. because there's less layers of instrumentation going on over top of it. So to Liberty's point about the sadness of the singing and the lyric and the notes, well, the other contradiction is, you know, a lot of people were like, oh, this record is relatively unsexy, but yet this is like the sexiest song on the record. And it's totally, Mm -hmm. but it's got that contradiction of touch me, I'm trying, kiss me, I'm dying, put your hands on my skin. But there's like all this regret. So it's like this sort of thwarted desire, which is also standard Madonna, but it's also happening in like this new way. Yeah, so there's like all these contradictions that sort of don't make sense within the song. And so I could see from what you're saying about the note, do you think that was part of of what's happening there? And how do you feel about it now, Stefan, after your well, week so, of re-listen? Yeah, after my week of re-listen, and I think because so many people lovingly reached out when I posted a about the episode saying how could you skip skin now this is outrageous and it it struck me as funny and i i think i now sort of have a little kinship for skin because of this whole episode you know happening and everyone reacting like i just i guess in my head i never assumed skin was a big song for people because it was never a big song for me so in my head i'm just like oh nobody likes skin everyone everyone skips skin and so when i said that and everyone was like what like i'm like seriously everyone likes skin this much like i was a bit surprised and so now like i've re-listened to it and re-listened probably every day i've listened to it like once or twice just to sort of be like okay let me 25 years later let you know let me forgo where i was when i first took the album in and re-listen to it again as if it's a new madonna song that i've just been privy to hearing or like a b-side that we never heard before and i do appreciate it and i do think there is parts of it that's catchy i still would love to hear a reproduced version of it with some of different instrumentation and i did um i did google and look for um, a remix just to sort of see if there was something out there. And there's actually a Peter Rohoffer and Victor Calderon cap mm-hmm. collaboration remix, I which I had that. never heard before. A little anticlimactic. I kind of expected a little bit more from Peter Rohoffer and Victor Calderon together, but it strips out the sound of the album and gives it a more club feel to it. And I still feel like they could have taken it a bit further and done a little bit more with it, but it was interesting to sort of hear it. And that was where I sort of came to the conclusion that 
it's still her notes. It's still the melody that she's singing a little bit is not just not as pleasing to the ear as, mm. as mm. maybe I would want. Um, again, I'm not saying it's a bad song, but I, right. I will also say um, before Drown World Tour, before we had a performance of Candy Perfume Girl, Candy Perfume Girl and Skin were usually the two songs that I would always jump past. So it would be like, it'd be the one, two, three of Drown World, Substitute for Love, Swim, Ray of Light. And then I'd fast track to Nothing Really Matters. That was oh, sort of wow. like my, that was like my Ray of Light experience when I first consumed the album, just because I loved Nothing Really Matters and I just could not sit through Candy Perfume Girl or Skin to wait to get to it so so interesting see skin the lyrics the lyrics and the delivery on skin are so in my creative wheelhouse (laughs) because i had an editor two years ago describe most of my work as sexy sad and i was like (laughs) i'll own that and i feel like skin is in that same vein that it's It's not euphoric. It's not happy. I mean, imagine thinking about yourself. Why do all the things I say sound like the stupid things I've said before? Like, that's owning some beep. You know, like, and, you know, part of the weight of that lyric comes from the fact of who's singing it in this context. Like, for the rest of us, that wouldn't necessarily mean as much. But I think for her at that time or even now that's like a big deal mm. yeah. did uh, did either of you so of course somebody mentioned in the live episode that skin was supposed to be the fifth well i guess technically the sixth in the u.s we only got four they got five everywhere else uh it was supposed to be the last single mm-hmm. from ray of light but got shunted so um, beautiful stranger could come out, but I could only find that in two places, nothing official that it actually was a thing. So, and I don't remember hearing that back in the day when the record was still, you know, sort of cycling. I don't ever remember hearing that. I don't remember hearing that either. And I, I love the song, but is it single material? Not without a complete overhaul. Like I don't, it radio would not have played it in its album track form in 1999. Like, I mean, we were at the height of the TRL pop era. I mean, it's not withstanding that, you know, nothing really matters went to what 93 on the hot 100. And then beautiful stranger went to what? number two it didn't go to number one but it it went top 10 um yeah yeah. and i no disrespect to beautiful stranger because i like the song um but at the time i really thought this is like very basic considering the whole album ray of light like for this to come after i kept thinking like why this direction this seems so elementary in in contrast to 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 me what is such a you know such a, a highs and lows and and emotional album of ray of light maybe maybe we you know need that right where it's like there's so much going on and so we need like a happy fun little ditty which to me beautiful stranger is um, oh i thought she see, was just cashing a check and see yeah, i maybe was so happy 
uh-huh. with Beautiful Stranger. Oh, I love Beautiful like, Stranger. When Beautiful Stranger came out, I was like on repeat constant because yeah. it's so silly and so dancey and just like Madonna in the video being like it was as funny. ridiculous it was funny. as Austin Powers yeah. and like being super sexy. And Well, it's funny because at the time I just was like, I'm happy that it is so successful that everybody likes it. I'm happy for Madonna because I always think if Madonna fails, what am I going to do? You know what I mean? Like it's, I do take it personally when Madonna doesn't have, you know, everything perfect and number, you know, exactly as it should sound, even though I'm going to like it no matter what, but I take it personally when other people, you know, don't see what I see. Okay. Mm, That said, I was, you know, not expecting, and and maybe that's part of why I wasn't so like in love with beautiful stranger, because I was like, wait a minute, all of a sudden everybody loves her. You all just love Madonna now. Like what is, you know, why is that okay? Why is beautiful strange? And, and maybe it is the camp, the fun, the Austin powers was so big at the time. Oh yeah. Um, Hello. She looked, she looked beautiful. She looked amazing. There's, there's, well, there's also the factor of the fact that she was doing it with Mike Myers. Yeah. And, you know, Madonna, the actress, the comedian, the performer, yada, yada, yada. Like, she also, for all her sort of, like, stainless steel titanium persona, right? When there are people that she clearly trusts and admires and values their talent the way that she did Mike Myers and Dana Carvey. I mean, mm-hmm. she did two of two of her best comedic performances ever in the Wayne's, Wayne's World, World fantasy. World. And then, I mean, Coffee Talk, where she oh, was, so oh good. my God, like one of the so funniest good. things ever. So she had that trust with Mike. And so, like, I mean, I hate to admit it, but some of her best acting ever was in the Beautiful Stranger video. And she was super <laughs> funny. And it was so, yeah. like... Because it didn't feel arch and it didn't feel there wasn't like a guard keeping you from like connecting and and it was so genuine. And yeah, like, I mean, as somebody who was like, I I mean, we were all in our 20s at that point, but there was Madonna at like basically going on 41, just looking amazing Mm -hmm. and totally like going down that Tina Turner redefining how you age Yes. Avenue in like the best way. And yeah, I'm with you, Liberty. Like it's not the best song and it's total camp and cheese. And I just assume, oh, Mike asked her and it was, it was new line Warner brothers. So they probably offered her like a ridiculous amount of money. And which is interesting because beautiful stranger is basically like, like a prototype camp version of impressive instant, which is much more artful and interesting, but they're like literally about the exact same thing. Or amazing. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the one. Well, sonically I'm... amazing, but thematically it's impressive. Well, and Ray of Light. Right, right, right. yeah. if, yeah. if you listen yeah. to, if you the listen remix, to the remix yeah. of Ray of Light, it has the same exact beat structure as amazing and beautiful stranger. Okay. Like yeah. those, I, I've always wanted, we've tried to get William Orbit on the show multiple times and he just, I've finally given up, given up that he's never coming on, but I've always wanted to have him on the show because I don't think he's, I've ever heard anyone ask him, was that intentional that you were making a nod to let's have the same beat structure and see if we can create three separate songs that Mm, sort of sound alike, but are completely different. And that's beautiful stranger. Oh, sorry. That's Ray of light, beautiful stranger and amazing. All three of those songs are basically like, they're like, 
sisters to each other. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I wasn't gonna bring up that remix that you mentioned of Skin because I heard that once on YouTube and I was like, no, thank you, goodbye. <laughs> yeah, it didn't. I felt like again <laughs> with any song that sort of gets a, a subpar remix, I feel like Skin deserves a, a better remix than that. I felt like there there is potential for somebody to take that and sort of like really reinvent that song and make Let's it amazing. Let's tweet offer Nissim because I feel like he, <laughs> oh, really he would job. do amazing. That that absolutely offer Nissim is the person that should remix Skin if she ever does Veronica Electronica. Yes. Uh, like yeah. a 30th anniversary the 30th uh. anniversary of Ray of Light and you know that would be the perfect time to have all of those songs reinvented in some way. And like every single song, I would love to hear every, like just put out that album completely redone. Oh, don't even put out Ray of Light. Just call it, actually finally put out Veronica. Veronica Electronica. Electronica. Yes. Yeah, I think Hood that would has be to be to on there with a fucking disco remix. Like make it happen. Like, yes. I, I want it. Absolutely. Yeah. No, oh. I agree. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, all that to say, I do, I have a, a definite skin has become more elevated over the mm-hmm. past week. Okay, um, good. With, in, in terms of how I feel about it, how I, how I look at it. It's still, I don't think it will be, you know, like a go-to song on Ray of Light for me, but it's, it, it definitely, I will probably keep it on now when I hear it because I'll be like, oh, it's skin. there's a little it's like a little hug that i'm giving the song now so does that mean it ranks at number 12 instead of 13 uh i'm trying to think of oh did you all read Uh, the the billboard article where they no it was billboard wasn't it oh yeah billboard that's why i asked because it was the billboard article about billboard ranked all of the song and i was shocked that they ranked skin at number five like they really Mm -hmm. they gave it some high praise and Mm -hmm. i thought hmm see I don't know about that. The, well, oh, and also because because they ranked Swim much lower, and I they thought, did. oh, how dare they? Swim, that was I cruel. love Swim. Swim is such a great song, and I love Swim too. But ranked the art it lower that... than Skin. I was like, no, 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 no. Billboard, get off my get off the my block. Lyrics to Swim have not aged well. Like as a writer, I can admit that, even um... though I love Swim. I, see, I think I just... Uh, They're I know, more think, memorable than skin. Liberty has mm-hmm. basically called me basic for... You know, <laughs> because, I, I mean, I tend to like... I guess I like easy, basic songs like Beautiful Stranger or Swim. Wait, you know, like, so I, what's your number one on Ray of Light? Didn't I say Frozen? I think Frozen would have think to you be said my Frozen. number one. Yeah, because that's pretty basic. It was, that's what it was just... It set the tone for the album. But, I mean, like I said... I adore Ray of Light. I adore Power of Goodbye. I mean, nothing really matters. Like those, the 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 singles would definitely be like top five. But I mean, yeah. Sky Fits Heaven. Oh, put me on a treadmill and cue yeah. up a little Sky Fits Heaven, and I will. I'm good to go. I used to run my fa- fastest racing times back in the '90s to Sky Fits Heaven. Oh my god, it's a good one. Those drums, yeah. come on. Yeah. What about yeah, you, Liberty? What's what's your what's your take on that Billboard ranking? Um, I mean, I found it okay. I wasn't, I mean, most of those things I, I always sort of grain of salt, you know, like I don't, other people's opinions are always okay. Yeah. You think that, I mean, I 
I mean, it changes all the time. How can you rank them? That's what I, I guess I mean. Every every time you listen to the album, you should be picking up something different, a new because look, it's twenty five years old, okay, and it is that's what where I was twenty five years ago, first hearing the album, to where I am today, hearing the album now, twenty five years later the things that have happened to me or whatever, I still will hear a, a song in a different way. So, you know, today I love Swim. Tomorrow I will love, um, I don't know, Power of Goodbye. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I just don't, I don't really care. <laughs> I don't care what these mm. people say because I, it's hmm. just in, in you, I mean, you can, you can rank them. You can decide, oh, you know, this one is, sonically more advanced or has something more to offer lyrically it's clickbait it's clickbait that's it's all it click, is it's clickbait but it's all but it's also part of like fandom i mean i'm a child of the internet message boards of the mid True. to late 90s and so i remember engaging in these conversations with people it wasn't drown madonna but there was another there was one of the other early madonna madonna rama Madonna-licious. Madonna-nation. No, Edward didn't have message boards. It was a different one. Are you one. sure? I'm pretty yeah, sure. I, I feel like if, I was in it. If Madonna-rama, I didn't think Madonna-rama I made came a name like for every freaking message board there was. We probably <laughs> yeah. talked before on message boards. We probably boards, did. <laughs> well, I will tell you, oh my God. Okay, just so, quick sidebar. When I won the MTV contest to be in the pit at Madison Square Garden for reinvention, I kid you not, you know, we had to show up at 5.30 at the box office at yeah. MSG, and we got to go backstage and tour, and we met Tony and Tamara and hung, you know, the big the big uh, uh, rug where they're, like, putting the microphone up somebody's behind in I'm Going to Tell You a Secret. We got yes. to lay down on that rug yeah. and hang out with everybody. Anyway, we get to, the, I was on the stage right pit. Three of the people in that pit one was from France, one was from Italy, and one was from Hawaii. And the four of us all knew each other from the message boards. Wow. Oh, wow. And got to meet in person that night. We had all won that contest and were in the pit. So the That's power great. of the old internet. But so, you know, this was like a discourse that happened on those boards all the time. And I always enjoyed it because I like to hear what parts of songs like attracted other people, which is why Stefan totally skipping skin. I was like, oh, my God, there's like all these so intense, beautiful, amazing, creative elements. And like, I just love I mean, the lyrics are pretty simple. I mean, there's actually only like like 14 actual lyrics to the song. It's mostly mm -hmm. repetition. Like, you know, I mean, there's more lyrics and bad romance, but like there, there's like, it's still <laughs> very repetitive, but not in that nursery rhyme kind of way. But so much of it was like the delivery and like how she sells it. And so I had never even thought about how it was like sexy, sad until we were just having this conversation. Um, but I like those, the rankings and the discussions because it, for me, it challenges sometimes what I think about the work mm -hmm. because Ray of Light is definitely something I think of as a complete and singular work of art that is greater than the sum of its parts. Mm -hmm. But I'm very fascinated by how so many other people feel that same way, but then weigh the parts differently. And 
that very interesting alchemy of how people intake art because it is art like ray of light is a work of art like of anything that she's put out it is absolutely a work of art Mm -hmm. and functions as a whole you know with a galaxy of its pieces and so seeing how other people sort of work within those pieces of that galaxy is to me is like super crazy fascinating and sort of like an eye into how her appeal is so vast Mm -hmm. in ways that we don't appreciate as much now as maybe we did back then. So yeah, I guess at that time it was still, I mean, it was the erotica era was still a little fresh, you know, in people's minds, but they were so happy. I think that she seemed to have, you know, closed that door, so to speak, that metaphorical, yeah, yeah. like I'm, I'm super sexy. Look at me door, um, to be more, you know, Little ethereal. Know. <laughs> yeah. Right. And I, I, I think, and I, I guess I do often listen to her records thinking about, why why is she writing this right what's going on in her life that this is the mood this is the feeling this is the experience what does for example for skin right who is she thinking about who is she or is this a third like written in first person thought about in sort of third person she heard it about that but or heard it from, you know, about someone's experience. Um, but it's almost like as a woman, as a woman listener, female listener, I can say that it it is this, you think you're saying stupid stuff, you want to flirt, you want to look cute, but you also want, you know, their attention. And then it sort of spirals into this uh, maniacal, you know, sort of scream. <laughs> I don't know how yeah. to explain that, but... Um, but it could also sort of be, this is going to be very out there, so please don't judge me. Um, female orgasm? <laughs> uh, sort of this, it takes a long time to get there, right? Um, and some things are repeated over and over. But um, finally you get there and it's like, yeah! You have to mm, mm-hmm. scream so one, it out. 100%. There is, even in the sad sexy of the song and sort of the sad delivery of the lyrics and the vocals that Stefan was talking about, after every verse and chorus, there is another layer of percussion or keyboard yeah. or instrumentation. You get to the end. I think I counted earlier today. There were like nine layers. I was like, I wish we had the stems for this. Oh, can you imagine? You could, mm-hmm. So that you could like isolate all the different parts of what's going on at the end of that song. And oh, I totally agree with you. Because that's why I always say when people are like, oh, it was sexless. I'm like, uh, did you listen to Skin? Because she basically like, she literally is so hot to trot for somebody that she's totally effed it up with that like... Mm-hmm. And then she's thinking about it and like the song literally culminates in like the big O like, yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, just the fact that she originally called it flirtation dance. I mean, yeah. yes. that's, that's, yes. the, that's the key right there is to know that like, that's what she's talking about. It's, you know, I don't remember finding that out until like, that was an, it was an ultrasound. Years later. That was, that was, it was. was an, mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. Flirtation. It might've dance been a was, little high. Wasn't flirtation <laughs> dance on the lyric sheet that was yes. on the and stand they, in the she booth. Had crossed, and she, she had they crossed ca- it they out. captured it. And then oh, I think shit. she must've like, when Kurt Loder called it out, she must've crossed it out because yeah. she thought that they were going to see it or something. Yeah. 
Yeah. No, it's right. good. I'm going to have but, to rewatch. Uh, I know yeah. that we said we weren't going to do a This Week in Chaconi, but I actually did want to bring up the fact there was a rumor that we saw online that it's uh, going around that she might be doing a new documentary. Uh, so the oh, biopic has that. the biopic has has been sunk, but Madonna might be doing a documentary now. I'm wondering if mm. it'll be documentary in the style of Truth or Dare. I'm going to tell you a secret, where it's just following her around the tour of Celebration, or if it'll be Celebration in the background, but then there will be like a historical context to the documentary, like the Janet Jackson documentary. I just had my mind blown because I had a whole thought like that would be so amazing is if there is something like that in the process, then it would be really cool if, okay, we get to see the celebration performance of, I don't know, let's just say La Isla Bonita, right? But then it's sort of, I don't know if flashback is the right word or it's sort of, it sort of is juxtaposed with, you know, like the memory sequence of, you know, either footage of the actual recording of La Isla Bonita or the moment they were like, we gave this to Michael Jackson, but we thought maybe you would like it better. Or I don't know, just any of those little, you know, historical, maybe that's all what you were going to say. And I just got a little bit excited. And I think that would be even better than a biopic almost just because I think, especially while she's living, um, I wouldn't, I don't, I don't, I just, I'm not ready for a biopic. And she could be in it. You know, yeah, I'm, exactly. My, the reason why I was never overly thrilled about the biopic was because she wasn't going to be involved. You know, yeah. yeah, she's directing and yeah, she's writing, but I want to see her. I want her to talk I mean, about it. I would watch this biopic if it had been made because I even have a DVD of what is that? Innocence Lost. Oh, okay. Lord. Like, oh my I, God. I watch it all. I'm sorry. Um, but listen, I bought it in Europe. Okay. It's, it's like a collector's <laughs> thing. But yeah, I would totally, um, I would love that because I think it would sort of, it would, it would bridge this, you know, of course we want to see her on film mm-hmm. and we want to see the process and we want to see all of those things. Those t- to me, that is much more interesting and it, and it relieves us from this constant need to know what's going on in her personal life because while all of that is fascinating and while all of that is surely an interest for a lot of fans it's also still hers and it Mm -hmm. should be hers alone and i don't necessarily think that we just because she's a celebrity that she owes us her personal life story i I don't necessarily when i read that story and i thought about it some while i was out walking today i was like I don't think it will necessarily be truth or dare or going to tell you a secret-ish. I could see her doing a sort of documentary take on the recent Springsteen Broadway show and the thing that Bono has been doing where she takes the songs and it really is finally about the music and not Mm. about her the yeah. the not even her just the sort drama of like the, or the, the cacophony the of yeah. what surrounds everything you know we're not going to get any sort of like where's don draper right i'm waiting right. like it's right. not going to be that it's going to be you know oh skin was about da 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 da, da and i wrote it about andy Burr. almost like um, like a know. vh1 behind the music but storytellers storytellers a bit smarter yeah. you know yeah before we go, I wanted to give you a little something that I have. Give had, us something. Give, give you a little treat. Um, hmm. Please remember, 
Don't I leave us not, wanting more. I am not a singer, but for this for this moment, you will have to endure me doing a little bit of singing. So, <clears throat> do I know you, MLVC? The podcast all about the queen. Oh, Madonna, all the time. Exactly what I've longed for since 13. Time for you to tune in. Time for you to tune in. Time for you to tune in. enjoyed that <laughs> i i very much enjoyed it i appreciated i appreciated the homage to you know <laughs> one of my top three songs on her just most amazing album. i mean i don't know Stefan. it kind of sounds like you do like this i was about to say hey if we're gonna do an episode about skin i have to do a little i have to do a little homage it's because i like told you it's not that I don't like the song. I just it wasn't one of my favorites on the album. But mm-hmm. like, I, you there's know, always new, one new appreciation. New Correct. appreciation. Yes, twenty five years later. And who knows? Maybe will Liberty and I will blow out that homage song a little bit, and you'll you'll hear that on a future episode. Yes, I would not be mad at that. I'm gonna say, I'm into it. I um, bet you are. I am. I love this song. I, I I would probably put it at my number two after Drown World Substitute for Love. Oh wow, I mean, that high. Okay. Let's let's be honest. Drown World Substitute for Love is the best song on Ray of Light. Fight me. I won't fight you because you aren't <laughs> wrong. <laughs> Stefan is like making a face. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm not saying anything anymore. <laughs> It just, it took, you know, I'll, I'll, I mean, for me, I'll say this about skin just as a final like point. Skin for me did what Ray of Light didn't, which was go somewhere different. Because Ray of Light was oh. different, but I felt like skin really took, like, it pushed a different, it went over a different cliff, which is what I love when, I love when Madonna does that. Hmm. Like bedtime stories. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. You, you get, that's quote of the night, as we say in my Mahjong group. That is the quote of the night. 
quote of the night. Quote of the night. Absolutely. But yeah, that bridge, sorry, that bridge on Drowned World that starts out Famous Faces Park. Oh yeah, that's insane. When she climbs those notes, I literally, I like actually have a moment where I'm like, oh yeah, God is real. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Just, well, and that's okay. that the oh. version she did on Confessions tour. Oh my God! Yeah. Don't even get me started. Absolutely heavenly. Beautiful, beautiful. We can do oh. anything. <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay, that was so. When she said that, I'm like, oh, that is so 1987 Madonna. Like, what is <laughs> what? Where are we? And what is happening? Even the like the little the little like squeaky tone when she said that, I was like. Wait, what? Did I just travel yeah. through time? Like, yeah, yeah. Oh my <laughs> God, we love her. We do, right? We it's do. not a Madonna record without a mm, a hum and a yeah, or a yeah, and oh a dream. My God. So yeah. funny. My, I have a friend who like jokes all the time, and he'll because my mom on the phone, she will be like, yeah. Yeah, and then so when Madonna put out that celebration song, she's like, yeah. So my oh. friend, like when we would talk about stuff, he would just randomly go, yeah. And I'm just like, will you stop that? That is so ridiculous. So ridiculous. Okay, that was way off topic, but anyway. Sorry. That's all right. All right, you too. <sighs> this was lovely. We've Thanks saved you, Thanks for helping me get in, touch with, get in touch with my skin. Mm-hmm. You did. You wanted to make a connection. Mm-hmm. I know. You're not like this all the time, yeah. so it's good. But you've that- got this thing. <laughs> you've got this thing. And you needed our protection. You needed our protection. That's you really right. did. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in today. And we really appreciate your listenership. It means so much to us. And we really do. Yeah, because Liberty just wants to go to bed. She's like, I've been, <laughs> I sleeping, slept on in a, two days. I've been sleeping on the ground in a sleeping <laughs> bag in a tent ground. in the desert. So I'm ready to go to bed exactly. on my pillow top. And I'm going to go make another martini. So there She's like, I'm going to have a cup of chamomile tea and go to sleep on my, cam- on my, on my pillow top. Yes, there if I make go. it, I might just fall asleep right here on this. She's going to put her hand on her pillow. That's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. We'll go to bed. Oh, 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 oh.